And in three, two, one. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all ages. Welcome to Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I am Tony Visick, and I come to you each week, five days a week, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We are your daily distraction, all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla in the world today. We come to you on a multitude of platforms, including but not limited to Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Mixer, ComedySchoolsRadio.com, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. And right here on Facebook Live. We go for 30 minutes. That is it. 30 minutes. Why? Because we don't have to waste hours on end selling you supplements, freedom seeds, and shit you don't need. Uh, we just do a half hour. We talk about uh, comedy, poetry, politics, and all that jazz. Um, the show has three main components. Uh, at the end of each 30-minute section, we will recommend one artist or one piece of music of our vast vinyl album or compact disc collection. Um... Usually we have some knick-knack or doodad or fall to raw or thingamajig or thingamabob or comic book or autograph memorabilia that we share with you visually then try to weave a personal story around. Uh, the best part of this show, the best part of this show are your questions and comments as we traipse through the 30 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, because oftentimes they shape the tone and tenor of this program in a far more entertaining way than anything that I come up with. So um, anyway, uh, so one little announcement. Okay, I'm not going to be on tomorrow. I know I say five days a week. But it's kind of like Johnny Carson. He was on every night, but he wasn't on all the time. Not going to be on tomorrow. I will be, um, uh, I will be the, uh, um, I'm going to be on the microphone at a big trade show tomorrow. I'll be on the microphone at a big trade show tomorrow. So uh, I'll be busy doing that all day. And I'm really looking forward to doing this. And it's a great group of people out here in Arizona. And I will be the guy going, if you'll go over to Booth 5 and talk to Dave, he's got some great, great products. So I'll be doing that all day tomorrow, so I won't be with you manana. I got a couple things going on for you this weekend, though. I do. Darling, I do. Darling, I do. Darling, I do. So unless you're going to be at the trade show tomorrow, I'm not going to see you. Uh, if you're going to be at the Roost tonight, you're going to see a great show. It's Show Up Improv. Ken Ferguson's Show Up Improv, along with DJ and Liz and the whole uh, Roost gang. I saw the owner of the Roost today, Ralph's and Mr. E's Comics. Uh, a lot of you know that I collect comic books. I buy 95% of my comic books directly from Mr. E's right here in Maricopa. What a great collection of comics. What a great group over there. I was over there today. Picked up some goodies. I will show you later on. Uh, I will also be in Awatuki Cactus Jacks judging the funniest person over 60 contest being put on by Anthony Solomini and that gang. So I got kind of two shows for you to check out tonight when I'll be at judging the contest. They didn't ask me to do it. And I'm well over 60. I'm well over 60. I'm Medicare or Social Security over 60. They didn't ask me to do it because they went out. They would just, we just have to give him the money. But they asked me to judge it. I wouldn't have done it anyway. It would have been just kind of weird. You know what I never want to happen? Uh, I don't know if you know this story. It's, some say it's apocryphal. Hey, Laura Muller. Lauren uh, Oliver's watching, John Cowan's watching. I don't know who's on uh, with us on Spotify and all that. Hey, uh, go to Spotify, Living on a Thin Line, and subscribe to my channel. Uh, it'll help. I'm not going to force you to do it. Uh, there's a story that Charlie Chaplin was in some town traveling through or something. They were having a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest, and he entered it and came in third. So I don't know if that's apocryphal or if it's true. But it has enough ring of truth for it to make sense. And that's why a lot of times I can't understand why, like, 
veteran pro comics who have been doing it for like 20 years, people have made money at it, or even people who are, you know, make a full-time living at it, decide to do these amateur contests. Because, you know, you can be knocked out by just some kid who's bouncing off the wall that night, but just bouncing the right way. So I'll be judging the funniest person over 60 contest at Cactus Jack's tonight in Ahwatukee. Cactus Jack's kind of a cool, legendary, fabled bar in the Valley of the Sun. Um, I know that my uh, uh, son-in-law, Vince Ramirez, who's kind of a local legend musically here with bands like Flathead and Suicide King, I uh, used to play there regularly on Sundays, sometimes with uh, Grateful Dead. There's a lot of Grateful Dead tribute bands, local Grateful Dead tribute bands that play over there. Uh, a long time ago, we booked comedy there when it was a little rougher and rowdier place. Uh, it was a uh, uh, one drink, two fist fight minimum. Uh, that's changed. It's a, it's still a, a very cool kind of hip place, especially for Awatuki. It's the one kind of like funky uh, place in Awatuki. So, uh, but it's it's also classy. It's nice. Anyway, Anthony runs it. There's gonna be a contest. It'll be tonight, seven o'clock. I'm gonna be over there. Come on over. You'll have fun. You'll have fun, 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 fun till the bartender takes your drinks away. Uh, Saturday night, and it's probably sold out, but you can check it out, vetosbamtickets.com. The longest-running comedy showcase in the East Valley, longer than any comedy club or show in the East Valley. Vetos. Corner of uh, Lindsay McKellop. So the, uh, the, by the way, and I will... No one's challenged on, on this, and don't, because you'd be wrong. And Champ de Blasio, you would, I, if you ever make it out here, Champ, Champ's watching, my, my good and wonderful friend over there on the East Coast, who knows food, uh, you know, he knows food the way, he just really knows food. I was looking for some funny analogy, and it just, it didn't pop into my skull. Um, I say this. I say that Vito's has the best Italian food. This side of Umberto's. This side of Little Italy. Now, I, I, I can get in an argument with people really know. And they go, well, Umberto's isn't the best. By the way, I didn't say that. Okay? If, by the way, Umberto's people are listening. Some people are saying it's a place called Angelo's. And other people are saying it's not even a place in Little Italy anymore. Some other place they were telling me, Angelo's, which is more closer to Times Square. But uh, Little Italy, best delicious. I've always had delicious Italian food in Little Italy. Vito's is the best Italian food this side of Little Italy. Uh, the show there Saturday night. It's Mondo Man, DJ Payne, Liz Frizius, Abinav Goyle, and possibly me. Uh, pop on down. I think there's only one ticket left. Dinner and a show. It's, it's the kind of thing you deserve it. You deserve a nice evening out that's going to give you comedy and great food. So, um, and you it's a great price still. Like 60 bucks for dinner. You know? For a full dinner, and, and I mean, it's it's a high class, and a show, dinner and a show. It's 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 worth it. God damn it, it's worth it. So that's what we got going on. Um, what else do I have going on? I voted. I voted. I did. I voted by mail. Here's a weird thing. Um, for most of my life, I thought it was a big deal to um, on uh, election day to hop on down to the polls. You know, to stand there in that line. It was like a thing. No matter if you were a the great thing about voting, especially in that, during that time period, is you're going to be in line to vote with uh, uh, swells, you know. It didn't make it if you're a truck driver, you know, or uh, 
on welfare, you know, or a struggling mom that um, you had the right to go there and stand in that line and go down and vote. And it felt good. You went in and got that ballot. And if you worked in some sort of job where people treated you like trash, like you were a trash man, people ignored you, you got paid attention to because you are a United States citizen casting your ballot. And it felt pretty darn good. Uh, later on in life, as I started traveling a lot, I started really requesting absentee ballots when it was kind of a deal. If I remember correctly, at first it was a little difficult to get an absentee ballot. And then it became more and more easy. And then when I first moved to Arizona, uh, I noticed that, the, uh, especially as, as Maricopa where I live, I started voting in Arizona in 2008. Um, I had moved here full time. Up until then, I still voted in California. Even though I had business out here for eight years and uh, I owned a home out here. Weird thing was at one time, I leased a property in California and owned a home here, but my primary residence was still California. So I voted there. Um, what is it, champ? Silly Il Pizzico. Are you saying that that's a good restaurant, champ? See, for those who are just listening, uh, and I don't mean just, for those of you that are listening, on Facebook Live, people uh, put up uh, uh, comments and ask questions and stuff, and I can read them. See, and in Rockville, Maryland, you're saying that's the best food? Best Italian food? All right, all right. I'll, you know, if I ever make it to Rockville, Maryland, I'm going to be in New York at least twice next year. You know, do you go to Umberto's, champ? Do you, uh, you have any thoughts on Umberto's as opposed to Angelo's down in uh, Little Italy? Anyway, uh, when I first moved out here, uh, they kind of moved the polling place around every year. So I was always looking for the polling place. And then I found, um, then, I, then we found that uh, what they were really pushing for in Arizona was mail-in voting. Mail-in voting. And because of some still travel schedule and stuff, uh, we signed up for an early mail-in voting. Because there is always that possible on the day you're supposed to vote. You get a flat tire, you know, uh, your bunions act up, you know, you eat too much bad cheese and you get sick. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, and that was really pushed by Republicans in this state. Early mail-in voting. So my wife and I, Shirley and I, just started doing that on a regular basis. Now, of course, because they didn't win and since they want to do uh, certain conservative elements... Since Trump didn't win in this state, and uh, that he didn't win in this state, the notion that uh, the election was crooked or rigged has been really you know, fostered and carried through by certain conservative or Trump-supported elements in this state, when some very conservative guys, I don't know if you've ever heard the name Rusty Bowers, but I knew Rusty Bowers was long before he got in a jackpot with uh, Trumpers, because Rusty's one of the most conservative guys you ever came across. He was in the Arizona legislature and he ran afoul of Donald Trump and uh, uh, the Trump supporters in his state and had his political career destroyed. Nothing good happens to anybody who gets close to that guy. I don't care what you think of him. Just look at it. Nothing good happens. Start with Billy Bush and work your way forward. Anyway, so we voted. We voted by mail. So John and his wife voted. Dion voted. I don't know who else voted. Uh, I want to go back to this Italian restaurant thing for me because Champ de Blasio says, Italian restaurant, my favorite, and I've been to all the New York ones in uh, in L.A. 
as well. Because it says New York wins in LA jobs, but I know you're talking in. It's all the New York ones. You got any, you got any thoughts on a particular champ restaurant in New York? I just like Umberto's because of the history. You know, even though you're not in the original Umberto's. Anyway, if you want to taste the stuff that you're going to get uh, in your favorite Italian restaurant back east, you're going to go to Vito's. I know the guy who cooks there. He's like from Italy. The guy's from Italy. He's an Italian guy from Italy. Okay? He won't share. I got, he talked, I, I was able to, by asking a lot of roundabout questions, figure out how he made his delicious, what I call orange sauce. You know, uh, hold on, I got to press the little button here. Anyway, I voted, um, I put it in the mail, put it in the mail. We've had an issue out here, we got uh, gun-toting dudes. They're all dressed up like in camouflage pants, which is about the most fucking stupid thing I've ever seen. Okay? Uh, John Cowan's weighing in on the um, the Italian restaurant thing. He's saying Odo's in Chicago. Yeah, you're definitely going to get good Italian. Look, we had great Italian food in St. Louis. We got a place called The Hill uh, in St. Louis. But you're also going to get great Italian food uh, in Chicago. I know that. I don't care for the deep dish pizza. I'm a thin crust guy. St. Louis is thin crust. Uh, Chicago is a uh, uh, deep dish. Teresa, Terry Jean says, New York, I love Gargiolas. I spelled it wrong, but Vito is a close second. All right, Gargiolas. Joe Garagiola. Like Garagiola? Like Joe Garagiola? Um, I don't know what John is saying about so Chicago. Uh... Champ says, okay, you know what? We're going, we're going restaurants right now. I'd hell of voting because I'm into that. He says, I like most Italian restaurants in New York City. Think of, uh, can't think of one better than the other. Can't remember the name of the one where all the mob guys used to hang out. It was a fun place to go. Well, that would probably be Umberto's. So Umberto's in Little Italy. That's where Crazy Joe was killed. Um, wow, I just got a, uh, trying to reconnect. Um... And my pot, I was paused. So we're waiting for an attempt to reconnect here. No, we didn't want to end the live, but I don't know what the hell is going on today. For those of you listening, um, we're going to go in, hit never delete. We're going to go back on. I think we're going to try to go back on. Yeah, we're having some sort of weird, because it says we have 5G. For those of you listening, it says we have 5G. We should be in great shape. But uh, I'm going to do something real quick right here that's going to fix things. For those of you that are just like listening, uh, what's going on is uh, ever since, in my estimation, I could be wrong, T-Mobile, who I swore by for a couple of decades, uh, not swore at, it's a difference, swore by, recently did uh, some merger with Sprint or something. And in that merge, in that merge, their service has become kind of problematic and I've read some things that say that um, when they tell you that they're just improving service working on a tower that sometimes they're not telling the truth so um, yeah I don't know what's going on here I'm just going to pop back on we might have lost this whole thing but you know what I haven't lost you guys so I am going live again here on Facebook because, I, I mean, I had all my friends on, and we were all talking about, and all my friends on, and we were all talking about restaurants, getting ready to take a deep dive into that. And uh, everybody had to go away because um, the podcast uh, 
went dead. However, if you are a veteran podcaster like me, not veteran as I was like never in the Marines or anything, but if you are a veteran podcaster, then um, I have backup Wi-Fi. So we're back. I don't know who else is going to jump on here. And I feel bad because we are getting ready to go to a pretty cool restaurant discussion with uh, some people that really know food. John Cowan, Champ de Blasio, myself, uh, or at least like to eat it. And it's all kind of gone right now. So I guess I'm going to kind of wrap up a little bit early here today then. Uh, and I apologize to everyone that was hanging in there. So we're not going to go to full 30 minutes today. Hey, um, if you are listening, if you are watching, um, Monday night, we're doing a free intro to our stand-up comedy workshops. You come out absolutely free and check it out. Check it out. Check out the uh, comedy workshop that has taken people away from the first class to national television. Okay? It could happen to you. It has happened to others. It could happen to you. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. That's it. We're done. John Cowan, I'm going. I've had internet issues. I'm going to be back Monday. Monday, Monday. And uh, John Cowan, you remind me Monday that we've got a, uh, well, I don't know. People are coming back now. Terry Jean's back. John's back. But I don't think we've got enough to continue the restaurant discussion or for me to show you all the good stuff that I picked up today. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you just remind me Monday that Monday is going to be restaurant day. And we're going to talk about the best restaurants in um, best re best restaurants in St. Louis, best restaurants in Chicago, best restaurants in Maryland and along the East Coast. That'll be Champs Ballywick if he's with us. Uh, best restaurants in New York. We're going to talk about all that, okay? Monday, our champ is back now, but we're going to go. Uh, Dion's back. Everybody's back now. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Because you know, what happened, I had some sort of internet nuttiness that just knocked me right off of Facebook. I was still on Spotify and SoundCloud and stuff. But I think Monday, I want everybody to kind of um, think over the weekend about uh, your favorite Italian restaurant. Your Italian restaurant. I want everybody to kind of think about that, okay? And we're going to really pick that up. Uh, Dion Doty says I went dead. I did go dead. I've got I've seen the dead maybe a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said about me as a kid. You can't talk to him, man. He's like gone dead. Um, I have tickets to see. Um, I have tickets to see Dead and Company in May here in Phoenix for what's going to be their final tour before that iteration kind of stops touring. Uh, there's going to be a big show in July. In San Francisco at Folsom Field. And I'm trying to figure out if I want to go up there for that. So, uh, never say dead to a man, Tony Sage. Monday will be a restaurant today. Let me show you something cool. Here's a little gift. Check this out. All my friends my age. Ah, do you remember saving up your pennies to buy this? Superman. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Superman is a 12-center I don't know what year. I just bought it. Okay, it was not extremely expensive, but um, it certainly cost more than 12 cents. Uh, featuring a sensational novel, The School of Superman Assassins. And it's like, uh, there we got, we got him like standing in some sort of ring. And there's some guys with a battering ram. And he's going, idiots, you get zero in this exam. If you can't even kill me, an android duplicate of Superman, 
You'll flunk this course. Now find a way to destroy me or be expelled. So uh, we're going to open this up. Like I said, wasn't super expensive. I'm going to, this is part of, uh, I'm going to give this to, uh, I got somebody I'm giving this to for a Christmas present. This is what I'm actually doing who's really into uh, comic books. And I'm going to give this to him. But he's into the DC stuff. So I've just opened this. What do we got here? I got to tell you what year this came out. This came out July of 1966. I was 11 years old. Right around the time that I stopped collecting, uh, reading Superman comic books. So this was right at the end of it for me. Uh, when I kind of stopped reading uh, comic books in general. You know, 11, 12 years old. But um, I picked this up today for like 12 bucks. It's in pretty good shape. I'm not going to handle it a lot. Uh, it's got some stains on it and stuff. Uh, it's not too torn up anywhere. Uh, a little ate up where the uh, uh, where the staples are. But, uh, uh, oh, okay. Dion Doty's going to the dead show. Him and his later going to be on the lawn. I'll be smoking the grass. You know, that's one of the issues I have uh, going to... Um, like uh, dead shows and stuff now and sitting because sometimes they go look I'm just gonna go sit out in the lawn go sit way out there but since I no longer do drugs and I'm not putting on people to do okay but since I no longer do drugs uh, if I'm back there you know uh, it's just way too much opportunities for a contact high way too much but so I've got pretty good seats I wasn't able to get the great seats I normally get I'd gotten pretty good at being able to get great seats uh, going through some of the machinations you got to go through with a cell phone and two computers. But I wasn't able to get them, and I wasn't able to get anything for the L.A. shows. But I, I might just buy... Um, here's what I'm debating right now. Do I buy a single ticket to see Wolf Brothers, which is a, a Bob Weir kind of led Grateful Dead-ish group with Jeff Chimney on guitar, I mean on uh, keyboards, and Jay Lane who fills in for Bill Kreutzmann on drums. Do I go to that uh, next week? I haven't decided yet. Uh, check that out. I've never seen in a dead offshoot show. You know, I never saw Jerry Garcia band. I never saw, uh, um, you know, uh, any Bob Weir solo project. You know, uh, I saw the Grateful Dead innumerable times. And then all of their groups that, you know, came further and the other ones, you know, and all that. I've seen all of that. Anyway, we, we kind of got derailed when we went off. Kind of got derailed when we got off. And we were just getting ready to have a great uh, talk about restaurants. I want to uh, go back to uh, our musical recommendation for the day. We can't let this guy go with one day. Jimmy Reed, incredible blues artist, died in his 50s of alcoholism. Um, we're going to go with Baby, What You Want Me To Do. Baby, what you want me to do. So if you just want to hear uh, what gave birth to so much of the rock and roll you love, and not just Jimmy Reed, other ones as well. I mean, Hank Williams had a lot to do with the rock and roll that you that uh, so many people listen to and love. You know, but Jimmy Reed, Howlin' Wolf, um, Muddy Waters, Big Joe Turner, this group of people who... Um, uh, the little English guys fell in love with, that the English guys just fell in love with, uh, to go back and listen to them on their original recordings. 
So that album I just showed you is an LP, and actually it was a remaster, like a 19, early 60s remaster of uh, uh, Jimmy Reed's uh, 78 LP, 78 records. Well, a long time ago, records were spun at 78 revolutions per, per minute. Then they came out with singles that uh, revolved at 45 revolutions per minute, and then also long players, which uh, went at 33 and a third LPs. So that album was a kind of a rescue of a bunch of original Jimmy Reed songs. But uh, baby, what you want me to do? When you hear it, you go, God, I've heard this song a hundred times by a dozen people my whole life. You got me run. You got me hide. You got me run, hide, run, hide. Baby, what you want? Anyway, uh, that's going to be our musical. That is our uh, musical recommendation for the day. I showed you the Superman comic book. Um, we had a lot of fun today with a, like a half-ass uh, podcast because it got broken half just as the conversation got hot and heavy. If you have a voted vote, if you have a voted vote, okay? And if you want to have some fun, go down where the drop boxes are in Maricopa County and look at the weirdos. Look at them. They're like zoo people. They're like people. They're like, they're, it's like looking at animals in the zoo. You know, guys in camouflage that have covered up their license plate and their faces Yet they're standing out there with guns. That's outlaw shit. Is that legal to be carrying a gun in broad daylight with a fucking mask over your face? Because you're down there like trying to scare people voting. And you know, people that vote. Voting is an act of defiance. Voting is an act of bravery. So uh, to all the little baby gun punks that are down there in the parking lot, you know, with your face is covered, uh, trying to mad dog people, um, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. This state's going to vote. Chips will fall where they may. Chips will fall where they may. DJ says COVID made it legal. Uh, swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Uh, John Collins says McRib's on its farewell tour. Yeah, after that, um, uh, John Mayer will no longer be with McRib. <laughs> Keith Richards will be joining Phil Lush on the brand new uh, McBroken Rib tour. All right, that is the end of the show today. I want to thank everybody for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, tonight, the roast, right after the football game, live, local, fun, and free. 7 o'clock, Awatuki. Awatuki, something, Awatuki. Funniest comic over 60. Saturday night, Vito's Restaurant. Friday, RV trade show. Okay, if you're not buying an RV, you probably won't see you. That's it. That's our weekend. That's our show. We'll be back Monday with more thrilling tales from yesteryear right here. I'm living on a thin line. Bye-bye.